guys. It's just circling, circling. I'm hitting ready to go live and it's just circling, circling. Oh no. No. I'm using StreamYard. Uh why is it just circling, circling? <laughs> Having trouble. Make sure. Okay, we are live. So I am excited today and I want to welcome you guys back to the Marketing Online with Ease podcast. Some of you will be watching later on Facebook on my business page. Some of you will be watching in my Facebook group and on my LinkedIn page. So I'm very excited today to have um, an awesome, awesome entrepreneur. She's going to tell you about her story. Uh, I met her a few months ago on Clubhouse and I could not get away from her. She's just a magnet for me. And uh, I've taken some of her programs. I'm in some of her Instagram courses. I just cannot get away from this woman. She's awesome. But I'm going to let you um, hear from her, hear her story. And uh, you know, you're gonna be amazed also. And at the end, she'll tell you how you can reach her. But one thing before I announce Miss Monica Monfrey Scantleberry, we are both educators and in the same field. She was a literature, uh, high school literature teacher. Of course, I'm a literature professor. So we have some things in common. So Monica, take it away. Wow, thanks so much, Marsha. So excited to be here and your energy is always so great. And yeah, former high school teacher uh, after 15 years decided to take a self-imposed sabbatical. I know in the university world, because I worked in the university level for many years, people go on sabbaticals all the time, but that's not something that we do. Instead, we like push till retirement and I just needed to take a break. So really who I work with, I'll start there and then I'll dive into how I got here. I work a lot with coaches and service-based providers to create curriculum for their programs, for their, their coaching programs, for their courses for their memberships, for their workshops. And then after we design that curriculum and make sure that there's clarity and they're ready to stand in their authority, that they get visible on social media or whatever the platform is of their choice to go ahead and make sales. For me, I love Instagram and that's really how we connected. Instagram has been something that I've used when I was teaching yoga as I've moved through my career as a high school teacher, even stepping into coaching and business world. And then here I am now really teaching people how to use social media, Instagram, TikTok, all of those different platforms. I know how much you love TikTok, Marsha, but uh, <laughs> the different platforms and how you can show up in one place and then really repurpose your content. Um, and that, you know, visibility has been something that's really powerful to me. And when people, I think when they think about me, they say, oh my gosh, I see you everywhere. And I always tell them, you see me everywhere, but I'm not everywhere all at once. It's really about how to be smart. And I think that's part of what we learn as teachers. And, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that there's many people who are afraid. And I have to say, like, afraid to step out and do the thing. And I've been there. Like, I've been actually exploring opportunities outside of teaching for a really long time. I became a teacher in 2007, I was working at the university level and my sister, um, she's passed away since now, uh, but she at the time was in high school and she had a little uh, altercation at school. She got in trouble and I just was really frustrated that people like didn't see kind of the, 
what was happening with her. We were in a small town in Wisconsin. And so I decided like I was kind of bored. I was working in housing and residence life and it was like, well, maybe I want to be a teacher. And at the time I lived in DC, Washington DC, and you couldn't become a teacher through the normal system. So this was during No Child Left Behind. I found a place where I could apply and work at a charter school for three years without my degree, without my master's degree. I already had a master's degree in higher education, but not a teaching one. And dove in and started teaching. My very first day of teaching was the very first day of school. I had never done student teaching. It was, it was poor children. Um, but I always like to say one of my very first students, um, so this is you know 15 years ago, like literally 15 years ago, in August, well, it would be 16 years ago. So 16 August ago, I started teaching. So my students were 16 then. So they're, oh my gosh, they're old now. <laughs> some <laughs> like almost some of my students are too. Some of my students are actually teaching at the same college yeah. where I am. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like doing the math. So, but I always tell people like, she was one of my very first students we kept in contact. I stayed in DC for four years, I decided I wanted to move to New York City, so I moved to New York City. I met, moved here for love. I'd seen Sex in the City and wanted to be like Jennifer Hudson and like <laughs> moved to New York to find love. Um, probably not a great idea, most people, but it did work out for me. Um, and I taught all over New York. I've been in the Bronx. I've been in Washington Heights. I've been in Soho. I've been in Canarsie, Brooklyn, Bedside, Brooklyn, where I live, um, and Midwood. And it was during that time when I was teaching that I actually, my dad passed away when I was working at a charter school. And I was like, I need to take a break. And I have a degree besides my English degree. I also have a dance minor. So I became a dance teacher. Like there was a high school that I had previously worked at. They needed a dance teacher. And I was like, sure. Like it's been a minute. I'm dating at that time. My husband was my boyfriend. I'm like, he's a professional dancer. So I decided that I needed to get another tool. And I know lots of people have different feelings about the practice of yoga, but it's another form of movement. And I felt like if I could go and get a certification in how to incorporate this idea of movement inside of my classroom, I could become a better teacher. So that's, I signed up to become a yoga teacher. I had no, I never wanted to teach adults. I was like, I don't like teaching adults. I only like teaching kids. That's it. I want to teach my high school students and just really fell in love with this, this movement, but knew that there was something else. And on the backside of this is why I say like, people feel lots of different ways about the practice of it. But it was the self care, it was learning how to take time for me, it was the learning how to meditate or to man, whatever the words that you think of that, uh, that align for you inside of your practices inside of your religious practices or your space, I started to realize that the peacefulness of just being silent for some people i know you call that prayer some people might call it just you know being in however it is that practice i realized i was a better teacher and i think it's because i was starting to spend more time getting into my body first of all just the idea of actively working out and then connecting and really saying like i need to relieve stress and i was like i'm gonna do, be a coach for teachers a self-care coach for teachers okay there's only one problem that only self-care for myself only lasted for like three months. And then I decided to leave te teaching dance and I wanted to teach high school literature again. And I just got really stressed out. Um, and that's when I realized that being a, an educator who was focused on wellness wasn't my passion. I'd actually launched a program. All these people were coming to me. I was so, I sold it out. It was so great. And I was like, okay, we're going to not hate teaching. And at the end of eight weeks, 
everybody in the program, and there was like four or five people, so I, I say everybody, but it was a small program. Your first program, by the way, just can drop a bombshell, doesn't have to be big to be successful. So I had this program, it was called The Teacher Files. I was so excited, my first like couple thousand dollars, things were great. Every single person in the program decided that they were gonna go to grad school. So one person is still teaching, but she applied to graduate school for her PhD. Another teacher decided to leave her job and apply for a different job. So she left. Another teacher decided, another one, like her contract wasn't renewed. So in the middle of this, we had to look for a new job. And I realized as I was leading this program that it wasn't focused on wellness. That wasn't what people were looking for. They were wondering what was next for them. And so that's really how I started to like lean into maybe it's business coaching. Maybe it's this idea that like, wellness isn't the thing um it is the business coaching and just so everybody to give a little bit of time frame this was 2019 um my sister at the time was also diagnosed with breast cancer so and i have a genetic mutation um uh, brca1 BRCA1, which means i have a genetic disposition to breast cancer so i was battle you know moving through all of this teaching full-time deciding what's going to happen with my business. And, you know, we don't need to go into much. I'll just say March of 2020, y'all know things shifted and changed in our world. And, and they shifted and changed for me. My sister passed away. And I was sitting here, you know, in New York City during a pandemic. Um, I was just looking at my dog. He did something. <laughs> Marcia, you'll know. <laughs> um, so it's the middle of a pandemic. And I didn't want to hold space for anyone. And I think that's a really key thing to notice. Like I thought I had to stop my business. I was ready. I just invested and I was ready to quit. And somebody had said to me, Hey, do you think you can teach a 50 year old person how to use Instagram? Because COVID <laughs> March, 2020 people all of a sudden who never were on TikTok, never were on Instagram, like didn't really care about LinkedIn. were like, I need to understand how to use social media. And I was like, sure. Like, there can't be anything to, like nobody's going to have a breakdown while we're talking about Instagram. It's just going to be content. And I put together a workshop or not a workshop. I put together a course. It was like $300 at the time, six weeks. Didn't actually know what I was going to teach and I sold it out. Um, and that was really the beginning. And of course I had no idea that other things were going to happen in our world that would require me to hold space. Um, but that was really how I started my business you know, was focused on this. By the way, I forgot to tell you, I did have a workshop the week before the pandemic started here in New York City. We closed everything on March 13th. It was a Friday. But on March 11th, I had had a workshop here in New York City that was all about how to create courses. And I'll never forget, like one of my a person came to that event. It was like a, a workshop, like how I teach you guys how to just have a workshop. And she came and she was like, I had just done this other person's course. Yours taught me everything. She kept my material. And I, I tell this story because you never know where your clients are going to come from. So she'd come to the co-working space that I was at. I only made $147 on this workshop, sold one ticket outside of the people. But this woman, Stacy, came. And during the pandemic, like she had, she left New York City. She had a new job and things happened and that job wasn't there. And I remember she, but before she left to move, the reason why I mentioned this is she booked a, a VIP session with me. So it was probably, we could see in person. So it must've been the summer after the 2020, like when we could start to hang out with people in New York city. And we did, we planned her whole course. Y'all, this is why it's so important to have people like Marsha and myself. We planned her whole course, but she didn't know what she was going to do with it. We just planned it. 
And then life happened and all of a sudden she had a course and I remember her telling me, you know that course, I'm gonna launch it because I need income and I'm charging $700 and I think she made $3,000. Like, and so, and to this day, like that course has launched her, you know, in through times it's there for her. And I always tell people in March of 2020, I had no idea I was going to have a business. I had a workshop, told people eight steps of how to create a course. She came, then she ended up buying a VIP day with me where we planned her course, still didn't know what was going to happen to it. And that she had that piece of intellectual property. So when I think about my business, some of uh, people listening, like, I didn't know that she was going to become such a great client. I didn't know that that one interaction would lead to client opportunities for me and for her, and that it would change her life and give her a tool when like, it's so often if we lose our job or something shifts and changes, we're afraid of like what can happen. And she had a piece of intellectual property that she could charge for and that she can keep charging for. Um, and that's just really like, that's a powerful part. And that's when people ask me, like, why are you finally like, why did I finally leave teaching? It's that I believe that there is something that I have the answer or the tool or the the thing that can help somebody else achieve their dreams. And, you know, I always I say this, Marsha, it's no offense to other teachers, but teachers are very risk averse people. You realize that, right? We're very afraid of taking the leap. We like have our unions, we have right. our tenure, but we'll tell our students every single day, chase your dreams, go do it. It's <laughs> scary, but it's okay, you can do it. So we tell our kids to like jump off the like deep end and we sit back every year and we're like, okay, only five more years until retirement. <laughs> um, and I just, I just decided that if I was gonna fail, let me fail. But if I was gonna succeed, I wanna be able to like enjoy that success um, versus like waiting for the right time because there's never a right time. Right, wow, I, I love that. And when you, you're so uh, right, we tell our students, oh, live your dreams, you can be what you want, you know, do this. And we're like staying in our safe, I'm getting my check, I got my pension, you know, stay and staying there not taking a leap when i love what you said when you know we're thinking what's next we don't have to wait 5 10 15 years you know to, to to retire but i love what you said because someone was saying the other day and i'm always reading and learning and studying you know how we are as teachers and somebody said there are five steps to being successful as a business owner and you talked about the failing and sometimes we do fail but he said and that's like step three you launch you start you plan you fail but step four you get up and continue mm -hmm. and he said after the failing step you have the continuing step and after the continuing step is the fifth one is the succeeding step so I love what you said. Sometimes we fail and, and if we continue, we'll move on. Now, I want our listeners to know because some people, I want Tamisha's on here. She goes, two of our favorite people we know, and she's one of our favorites too, but other people are going to be uh, listening. 
I want them to know what's next for you because I know you left teaching this year and you're like, you know, you got married a little while ago and, you know, you got the world is open to you. What are you, and I know a few things that you guys are going to be traveling. You want to share with us, what are you, what are you guys going to be doing? What's next? Are you moving around? You're going here? What's next? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I am trying to put aside my risk averseness and the like desire to like know what's next. So we are here in New York City. I'm in Brooklyn until the end of August. Um, You know, I manifested the most, or I don't know which word you use. I'm Marsha, I feel bad. I'm like using my language, but whether it's to like. I love manifestation. I I, I think that we can say things, we can call them in, we can manifest it. I truly believe in that. So let me use that word. So I manifested this apartment. I always wanted to live in an amazing apartment in New York City with a roof and a balcony and a gym and a garage. And two years ago, that like thing happened. And I was so excited to be this apartment and I figured out how to afford it. It's the place where I got engaged to my husband. We had our wedding reception upstairs. It's where I like, you know, recovered from two cancers, one of which saved my life. Um, you know, it's 1% of people who found cancer cells in my fallopian tubes before they became ovarian cancer. So this this room, this this apartment holds a space for me, but the rent went up and I just, it also was a very clear sign that if you can't afford something, and I wanted to do all this to move. So we're leaving our apartment. We're leaving the place that I like manifested in, or maybe that I, you know, that it was given to me by my God and by the universe to like help me through this like two years. So we're going to go, I haven't seen my mom since, um, since I got married last year. So we're going to drive my car, my little mini Cooper that I bought <laughs> on my 34th birthday. Cause I felt like I needed something to spend money on. I don't know. We're going to take my little red, red and white mini Cooper. We're going to drive over to Wisconsin uh, to see my mom and spend like four weeks there, four to six weeks. My dog is like in his last stages. Unfortunately, also my nephew just like poked his eye is sticking. He's probably going to be blind. So we'll see him and celebrate there. And then after six weeks, Maybe we'll come back to New York City. My husband's a professional dancer, so the nutcracker seasons are a big deal. But I'm going to try to lean into this idea of, you know, a home and, like, roots. They don't always have to be success. I think that I've, you know, a lot of things have happened to me and my family over the last two years with my sister passing away from breast cancer. Um, the choice, my health choice, meant that I, I won't have any ch- any biological children. Um, And I could sit and I could be really sad about that, or I could decide to look at opportunity. And for me, opportunity is what are the experiences that I always dreamed that I wanted, but that I always thought were outside of my purview as needing to be a full-time high school teacher. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to chase those experiences. And I think um, that's great. I think that's great. I know you don't really. I think you just, you know, I love your, I always call it your freedom lifestyle. You know, you took the leap. And I mean, you just, you don't have to say, this is what we're going to do for three months or six months. You just live your life because, you know, life is, it's like you say, it's one day at a time and it, and it goes fast and nothing's promised. And I see Tamisha put in, she said, the place where you've been for two years is served you for that season. And now you're in a new season. And I totally agree with that. We have seasons, you know, and who knows where I may see you and your husband. Yeah, I may look up and see you in a, in three months and you're like in Hawaii. Or in well, he's from, he's from Barbados. I've been joking with people that like, 
after we figure out the New York City stuff and like where he's going to perform, because I also have to remember, like, it's not just me, it's us. Um, he's from Barbados. So I put either Barbados or Puerto Rico as two top spots. Um, I would prefer not to be in the northern, um, like in the northern part of the United States during the months of December, January, February, and March. So whatever that, however that brings itself to enlightenment, I would like to be somewhere where it's warm. That's all. Oh, and, and both of those are nice. I saw on Instagram your place because we're gonna let her tell you in a, in a minute how we can find you. But I saw on Instagram uh, maybe yesterday and um, on a reel, and the lady's like, "I'm loving waking up in Puerto Rico, and it was beautiful." She had like Monica. She had like ten thousand likes on that thing, and in her reel, she was opening this door, and you could just see the beautiful Puerto Rico. It was wonderful. So I call her the uh, Instagram queen because Monica is great at teaching Instagram, but she's really great at, at, at curriculum, teaching curriculum and all of that. But as we wrap up, I'm going to let her tell you how we can find her because I know her dog is waiting for her. I can hear him. I'm going to let her tell you how you can find her and how she can help you. Um, also take the leap. You don't have to leave your nine to five, but you may have a dream maybe because Monica used to teach side hustlers. And you may have a side hustle dream and you want to know, how can I take a lift? So let me let her tell you how we can find her as we wrap up. Uh, thanks, Marsha. Yeah, everyone can take the dream. And yes, you're hearing my dog. He has to go outside. Um, you can find me on Instagram and all social medias at Monica Monfrey. So it's www.instagram.com forward slash Monica Monfrey and M-O-N-I-C-A-M-O-N-F-R-E. And then if you just add Instagram challenge at the end of it, forward slash Instagram challenge, it will take you to get five trending reel sounds. So you can go ahead and dive into your reels. Check out Marsha's by the way. Um, and also an, an Instagram bio optimization sheet. So would love to see you in one of those. And definitely if you follow me over on Instagram, say hi, let me know that you found me via Marsha because I love <laughs> celebrating and collaborating with you. Yes, you guys have to go follow her on Instagram. If you put in Monica Monfrey, she's just going to pop up. And she, I mean, she got me in the reels. I mean, I hadn't even just done anything. Now, I did a reel today. As a matter of fact, I was out having lunch and I did a reel, put my shades on and did a reel today. But I'm so excited that uh, I met Monica. So guys, go and look for her. I mean, she has a Facebook group. I mean, um, you know, connect with her, message her, get the free Instagram challenge. She has give you some free reels ideas i'm telling you this you will understand instagram you will understand reels you won't be afraid anymore because she makes it so easy to understand so easy to do it and what i really like about monica she really uh, she gives great customer service if you're needing help i mean she is a teacher she has so much patience right she, if you're needing help she'll help you so if you've been thinking i really need to grow my business on instagram i need, really need to get busy with instagram monica is the person and that's why i'm in her program because she can help you get started if you are scared if you don't know what to do and if you want to take this thing slowly so we want to thank monica today because we want to let her go get up with our dog and we want to wish you and your husband and your travels um and yeah follow her so we can follow her travels by the way yes <laughs> your travels we hope that you guys have a great august i know you will manifest some more things because i firmly believe what we call in and what we speak we can draw it to us and i hope you guys have a great summer great travels and i look forward to where life is going to take you into this next season so thanks again monica 
Thank you, Marsha. All right, guys. And to all of my awesome followers, we will be seeing you guys around next time.